It's your girl, Quincy. We are here with salt. <laughs> How has Gail oh, made you? Don't get me crying. <laughs> we are here live at the SAG Awards. lesson motherhood has taught you to be honest studio I'm the Q. Q in the studio all right cutie it's different world thanks for coming thank you for thanks being letting here know you it's a mental view of shit over here this is probably the best interview i've ever done and you're such a great interview my goodness this is honestly the best interview i've had in months i'm hanging out with my booskies studio q baby Hey everybody, it's take two with my man Don B. Welch. We've had technical difficulties you just would not even believe, but you know, he's not a quitter and neither am I. So I created a whole nother broadcast that went to hell. And this is the third broadcast I've created because we're going to do this thing. We're going to do, we're going to figure it out. Um, Don is in the green room. Hopefully he don't freeze. I don't freeze. Um, my name is Quincy. I am the host and founder of Studio Q. Uh, shout out to all of the people on Facebook uh, who follow Studio Q and watching this interview. All of Don's friends. Hey, Don's friends. <laughs> Everybody on YouTube, thank you for watching. Everybody who listens, who will listen to this later on my Quincy podcast, thank you for listening. And anybody who will just watch this on the replay, thank you so much. Thank you for bearing with us. Hopefully you'll come back and, and watch this, those who were here earlier when we had technical difficulties. But without further ado, I am uh, so happy to have the opportunity to interview director, playwright, writer. To some, he's a singer. I mean, this man can sing as well. Um, just all around great human being. His name is Don B. Welch. And I'm about to add him to the stream right now. Hopefully we'll have a great interview with no more... Technical difficulties. Look at Don. It's not your fault, man. It's Is it safe? Fault. Is it it's safe? safe. <laughs> I don't know what was. I don't know that. I told you some demons around. I had to sage my whole place before we got this third one going on. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But we're here. We're here. We're here. We're here, and yeah. that's all that matters. And we didn't. We're showing in real time what it takes to uh, troubleshoot. You know right. what I mean? And yeah. make it happen, make it do what it do. You know what? I've never told you this, but before um, I start being able to interview people, because I didn't have any type of connections or know anybody whatsoever, even though I worked in um, TV as a, as a producer. Um, but once I start doing interviews, like one of the, one of the um, events I wanted to go to so badly all the time was a Don B. Welch production. Oh. Wow. Yes, because you always had all of our people. You yeah. always had all of our people. Yeah. And you are you you have said many, many times we don't celebrate our legends enough. No, we don't. We don't. We really don't. And and um, you know what's really disheartening is to um be at an event and talk about a particular artist or whatever, and some of the younger people have no clue. I have taught my actors. Some of them are not that young who some of these people are that they stand on their shoulders. They have no clue. And I'm like, you got to do your research. We have to do that. 
These are these. Come on. There's a reason why I do what I do for people like actor Robert Hooks. You know, for the um, uh, uh, the well, people know Spike Lee and and they know um, uh, August Wilson. But there's so many people that we don't talk about that we need to know that these men and women. We stand on their shoulders. And if it means that I have to continuously talk about them to make you know who they are and do your research, I'm going to do that. Yes, yes. And I and, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go to, you know, one of your productions, not only to see it and witness, you know, a black man writing, directing, you know, creating, but yeah. also I knew on that red carpet was going to be some some black Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been blessed to have a lot of uh, artists, actors, singers, who um, some of them never did stage plays and they did my plays. Or some of them would say, well, I don't really do much theater because I don't like the stories or, or they're not, you know. And then I would say, well, just read the script. Read my script. And I've been blessed to have so many of them um, either star or make an appearance um, in my stage plays and now my film projects and TV work because, and they come back, you know, like they're so giving. Loretta Devine, Vanessa Bell Calloway, Dawn Lewis, um, Lynn Whitfield, uh, ugh, Kelly Price, um, Kenny Lattimore, uh, Essence Atkins, you know, there's so many that have worked with me. You know, Keith Robinson. I could go on. Oh, the list is crazy. Yeah. Marla Gibbs, Jack A. Harry, um, Judy Pace, Frida Payne, uh, uh, Ernest Thomas, uh, Darius McCrary, um, Eva Marcel, mm -hmm. uh, Melinda Williams, Vanessa Williams, and it, it Dorian Wilson. See, when you start naming, then you got like, yeah. okay. You didn't say, so you, better, so. you better say me. I was there for you, <laughs> Tatiana Ali. There's right. so many that yeah. and, and and we've and they've turned into friendships. A lot of them, and mm -hmm. let us see. Uh, there's been so many people that have been a part of the Don B. Welch production. Vanessa Bell Calloway, who's like my sister, she calls all the girls who work for me. She'll say, "Oh, you one of the Donettes." <laughs> so she's she's in a new series coming out that she was filming in Atlanta and two of my girls were on set with her and she said oh I got some dinettes up here with me so that makes me feel really good that you know that people that you also because I'm fans of their, of their work as well mm -hmm. and to have them want to be a part of what I'm doing and tell me things like your stories say a lot you know and then you have the Lamar Rutgers and the Christian Keys all of them have at one point and then there's some of them uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> that have gone on to do film and television and they're not the same. And that's mm -hmm. sad. Um, when you say not the same, well, what, I'm a, what do you mean? Well, yeah. Um, the, I've seen a few of them on the red carpet. Yeah. And it wasn't like, hey, Don. It was like, hi. And that that hurt me for a while because I thought, geez, you know, um, is that what it really is? Mm -hmm. Because I've actually seen a lot of them come and go. I've been around a long time. And so 
but then there's the ones like Brandy Evans, who is now the star of um, uh, P Valley, who said Don Welch gave me my, you know, and publicly I don't ask anybody to say those things. You know, yeah. she'll say that, or Melinda, or or Melissa uh, L Williams, who is the star of Ruthless with Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Has seen me on the red carpet and bring me over to the mic. This guy, so you, it, you know it. But it, I would be wrong if I said that there's a few that I see them and they are not the same. And I don't mean you should not, you're supposed to change as things happen, but they got a little different. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you deal with that? How no, do you, do you know why you deal with it? I'm gonna tell you exactly how you deal with it. Thank you. you. Don't. Mm. Because here's what I know. You can shoot an arrow up in the sky, it's gonna come down eventually. And so I hope that they learn stuff from that. That um the messy part of me would say their names and all that. That's not important. Yeah. But but I deal with it because I understand what this industry can do to a young man or a young woman who really came from nothing in terms of, I don't mean their life. I mean, from some towns or whatever, where they weren't even, they couldn't even imagine being in Hollywood. And you give them an opportunity because of their talent and baby, they get a taste of that. And you hear from them sometimes and sometimes you don't. And it's okay because when you, when you're doing it from your heart, Mm-hmm. And you want to see them grow. You hope that what happens is that they don't wake up too late to realize that it's always somebody else's turn. And so by you throwing me shade, why? Mm-hmm. I gave you an opportunity. Yeah. But then you have the success stories of people, success stories who are doing so well. And they always say, yo, Don, you know, and they come back. Let me tell you, I'm going to say one person, Eamon Joseph. Um, who's a star of Snowfall. Eamon did a play of mine years ago. And from then on, he was getting more television, more film. He's always come back. If he's available and I say, hey, I got this part. Can you come do it? Whether it's a stage play or a Mm -hmm. film project, he has come back. Well, and I, just saw, I, I just saw an interview with Viola Davis and Sam Jackson interviewing each other, and they talked about acting, being an actor, not so much being famous and everything. So they would do the big movies, but as you see, come back and do the plays because it's about the craft. It's about the craft. And also, as far as I'm concerned, the best actors come from theater, as far as yes! I'm concerned, because you, because you, you can't beat that. You know, and I don't want to seem like I'm that that there that there um uh, that there's sour grapes. No, no, I am so happy for these kids. I really am. Um, I wish some of them would spend their money differently uh, <laughs> because they think that they're gonna always get that check. Yeah, and it doesn't happen that way. Um, but you see them, and they're buying this and they're doing it, and I'm thinking to myself, but are you putting something aside? Yeah. I've been able to survive this game for 30 years. Wow. And um, it hasn't been easy all the time, but I never lived above my means. Yeah. And I and I never tried to keep up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. you know, 
Um, I try to keep up with myself and do that. what works for me. But I'm so happy every time. Loretta Devine actually sent me an email one day last year, and she said, Don, you should be so proud because I'm on so many sets, whether it's film or television, and it's always one of these actors says, oh, Miss Devine, I, I, I did I did I, I did a play with Don Welch and you, you were in it or Miss Devine. I worked with Don and she says, you should be proud. She said, because she was to see that. And it does make me feel good, mm -hmm. you know, because um, old school, we know how this business really is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the younger ones, they get that instant quick fame because they're not coming here to be actors. They're coming here to be movie stars. Yeah. And you realize one day when you wake up that that star ain't as bright as you thought it was because mm -hmm. now they've gone on to somebody else. Mm -hmm. and, that, and so that so I just sit back and watch. My grandma Lisa always say, sit back and just rock a while. I don't have to name names of people who've thrown shade and all that. It's not important. Mm -hmm. It doesn't affect my life. Mm -hmm. I just hope you wake up one day and realize that there are people who've helped you get where you are, and yeah. you can't forget that. I love that. Well, I spoke to, um, I was on vacation, but, you know, when she's 79 years young, I'm going to interview uh, uh, um, Color Purple. Um, oh, Margaret Avery. Margaret Avery, yes. Yeah. And um, a, a, a little piece of our conversation I wanted to um, ask you about, because she said she went to see all of the plays for the color purple and you know love them all and she's like it's nothing like theater because when you see them on opening night you get to they get to work that thing out and they it 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 you know maturates by the end of by closing so can yeah. you talk can you talk about being a director and going to rehearsal and getting your cast ready for opening night and and the evolution that happens um to the end that that performance yeah. is well oiled in a way that it wasn't night one because it's theater and you get yeah. to work on it every single night. Every Yeah. Um, first of all, I love the whole process of it. I'm not the easiest person. I'll be like, Quincy, you don't know your lines. Why? She knows her lines, Quincy. How come you don't know yours? You know, I'm that kind of director. Right. But um, I love the whole process. And it's for me as a director and a writer, there's nothing like, sitting in the audience on opening night and hearing and seeing the feedback um, or the feelings. You're wondering if there's a particular scene that you think you want it to hit pretty hard, are they going to get it? You know, and then when they get it, you're like, Shh. you know, it's like, um, sometimes we rehearse so much that you can over-rehearse. And I'll, I've done this several times. I'll get ready. We'll be a, the week of the show. And if I'm not liking something a particular night, I'm like, okay, go home. And they're like, what? I'm like, oh, no, I'm going home. Tomorrow we open. See ya. And I leave. Because I know that they're going to work it out. It's going to be great. And we're going to move on. Because you have to take because theater is different than working in television and film, which I've done that as well. You can't say cut, restart. Oh, excuse me, I got to do that over again. No, no, you got to go. Yes. And so either you stand there with egg on your face mm -hmm. 
or you find a way to get out of it. And that's why, to me, some of the best actors really come from theater because you are you 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 cannot. And the audience is right here, mm-hmm. and they're watching your every move and seeing everything and hearing, and you've got to deliver. Yeah. So it's a wonderful feeling. Sometimes at rehearsal, I get so hyped up that the rehearsal was so well. I'm like, yo, the show can't even be as good as this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It, you know, and I am moving more into television and film, but I will never leave live theater because it is a passion. It's, yeah. it's, it's, um, you, you can't beat it. Can't beat it. That feeling in that room, in that theater, of live, a story coming alive, your words coming alive on stage, mm-hmm. you hearing the instant reaction, whether it's good, bad, from the audience, you can't beat it. Yeah. It's a high, it's a yeah. high that you cannot, I can't even describe unless you go through it. Nice. And do the actors, do the actors um do do they when they evolve to the last night, like if you you know have several nights. Do you do you see it get better? Do you see them? Oh, yes, yes, you do. And sometimes it gets worse. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Sometimes we've run for a couple of weeks, and an actor will get to the point where they're like, "Oh, I know this. I can do this with my eyes closed." And they forget that every night and every performance is like the first time. It's a difference, and you can't go in there with like clockwork because every audience gives you a different feeling mm-hmm. and you've got it. And I'll say to them, you weren't completely on last night. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Your levels weren't there. Mm-hmm. And it's because a lot of times they've known the part so well that they mm-hmm. stop growing in it. When you stop growing in it, mm-hmm. get out of it. Gotcha. Get, out of get out of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. Well, you have moved into television and film. And I definitely want to talk about the groundbreaking baby girl short yeah. film that has won so many awards. Can you talk about the, the, the process of making it and then like how it has evolved to win all these awards and where it's going? Well, actually, um, during the pandemic, I was blessed to be able to have a project for All Black that we filmed called Love on a Two-Way Street. And so I was... You know, but when that was over, which was the end of 2020, going into 2021, I went through a depression sort of because I wasn't allowed to do uh, live theater. Excuse me. Everything was closed down and I didn't know what was next. Like, I literally thought, oh, this will go over in a few months or, you know, nobody knew that two and a half years later, we'd still be dealing with remembrance of that. So for me, I would I was laying in the bed a lot and I was down and I didn't know. And I kept saying to God, like, what am I supposed to learn from this? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And God wrote, put it on my heart and said, listen, you've always talked about turning this baby girl script into a screenplay and doing it as a film do it. And I was like, uh, okay, I guess. And I started working on it and we filmed it. I wrote it in May and June of 2021. We filmed it July 30th, 
31st, August 1st, three days. And I put it out there. And I knew that God said to me, um, I, I don't know what God's plan was for baby girl, but I'm going to show, show the picture while you're talking. Keep talking. Yeah, but I knew it was going to be grand. And so um, I got a cast together and we started filming it and we put it out and it started to just get attention from around the world. You know, um, I, I, I don't even know how many awards we've, we've won right now. Um, and although that's wonderful, the message of what I'm trying to get across is what's more important to me. And that is black and brown girls that go missing every day, weekly, monthly, and nobody talks about it. Um, and I know all girls missing or boys yes. should be talked about. But I'm concentrating on girls of color because they get the least attention. Right. And um, I'll tell you a little secret. Someone told me that works in this field. You would never guess three words that are branded on some of the girls that they actually rescue. Um, I said, branded? Yeah, like, like a tattoo. ATM, cash, and daddy. Because they're told, forget where you come from. You no longer, that's not your life. This is what you are to me. And they use these girls on the underground. And here's the myth that these girls are all from broken homes and that no, 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 no. That is nothing but a, a myth. And it's so easy for children to be abducted. And even when you talk to your kid and say, don't talk to strangers and all that, it can happen like that. So when I did Baby Girl, I knew it was going to be difficult because I knew we were going to be talking about a very sensitive subject yeah. that I not only had to talk about, but I had to show. And so I did. And it's hard to watch. Mm -hmm. um, it was hard for the actors to do it. Mm -hmm. It was hard to direct it. Mm. It was hard to watch it in the theater of people when everybody was uncomfortable, yeah. not knowing what to do, want to escape and get out of there, but couldn't leave. But it's exactly what I was going for. Because if we don't talk about it and we don't show what's happening, then, it, the, then the lid is never taken off of the jar. And so when the awards come in, like yesterday we won Poland, uh, we won Rome, Italy, uh, Sweden, uh, wait a minute, check this out. Before the war, we won best short film in Moscow, Russia. And wow. I said, well, I'm not coming over there. So y'all <laughs> have me over there. But, uh -uh. but I mean, there's been so many in the United States. Um, people have been embracing it. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and here's the thing. I, I was very nervous because I knew I'd be under a microscope for this subject matter and topic, yeah. and I didn't. And I, I didn't want. To, I didn't want to. I wanted. And I knew there would be victims and people who work in this field mm -hmm. every day. Yeah, I didn't want them thinking, "Well, what do you know about this?" So I did my homework, of course, and I decided to make the film based on one young girl's story. Yes, let me is, let me show the the the. Yeah. And who is who is is this the actor that plays yes, baby? The, the actress name is Tanika Benjamin Lopez and she was wonderful in it. Um 
there were a couple of scenes that were was very difficult for her, as well as the the actor that was playing opposite her. Um, yeah, it was rough. It was rough. But necessary to tell this story. Absolutely. And it, and 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 it's and we're not done yet. Like there's so much more that's gonna happen. I was blessed, blessed to be able to have it optioned and and sold to a network as it is as a as a short. Um but there's so much more to be done with that. And I'm really happy with it. My next topic I'm dealing with is gonna really be another tough one. It's called Just Do It. And it deals with a 15 year old African-American boy who is being cyber bullied in mm. school and, and, and brought into like a suicide pack of doing it live on the internet, which happens. Mm. That which happens. happens. It yeah. definitely happens. And then after that, I'm getting light. I Please gotta do. I gotta, but these are things, <laughs> but these are things that you do not for awards, but for awareness. Mm. If you get an award, which we have, I won Las Vegas Film Festival. Um, it's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. But beyond that, what's happening? So it may start with an A like award, but I deal with the awareness of what. I'm trying to bring. Yeah, that's awesome, Don. I mean, what is it like for you to work? Because you know, you do you you do your own thing. You didn't wrote, directed, created. So, what is it like when you take that hat off and go direct other people's scripts, like for Watch All Black? Like, well, now the All Black project I did last year was mine. The one I just right, finished. I'm talking about this one. Well, you know, first of all, <laughs> I gotta about, give it to well, you. Just came back from DC. Wait, well, I was in Cannes first. I left Cannes. No, 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 no. I was in DC for a month, and the last night that I was filming my scene, my episode, I think I finished at seven forty-five, and they had to rush me to the airport because I had a flight at ten forty to Nice, France. But it, it was crazy. But here's the difference: you have to know your place. Meaning, you may be the director, you may have ideas, but it's not your work. And you have to respect the writers and what they're trying to put across. So it was my first time being put in a position to direct something that was not mine. So there was a couple of times I was like, oh, uh-uh, this ain't But I had to be cool because I'm like, yo, hold up. First of all, Don Welch, you don't know everything about directing TV. You're, you're learning. It was, a, and I owe a lot to my little brother who is an awesome, awesome brother and a man. You got to interview him, um, Brett Dismuke. He runs um, All Black and right. he runs We TV. That's all under the AMC umbrella. And he has believed in me for a long time. I always say there's two people literally in this industry who can kind of green light stuff, who believed in me and my talent and what I was doing that could, now a lot of people believe in me, but I mean, people that could actually do something, yeah. it has been Brett Dismuke and Will Smith. And yeah. so I say that because Brett, there were some things that was green lit for me that I know purpose, I know that people would have said, ah, we're gonna hold off on that. Cause mm -hmm. Don's a different type of right. He said, let's do it. And so when you have someone that you consider family, 
but also they respect you as an artist. Yeah. And he threw me in the fire with that and with yeah. doing this TV series. And I learned so much. I'm still learning. I was blessed to have a team of people uh, working with me, Octech production, Productions down in DC with uh, Bree and Chuck West. We've worked on things before, but they were mine. This wasn't right. Mine. That's what I'm saying. They were mine. So <laughs> yeah, this one wasn't mine. Um, and then they have a young lady who I directed scenes one through four. She directed five through eight. Her name is Chaz, Chaz Tier. We call her Chaz. She is a brilliant young filmmaker and and was so giving and supportive of me. I said, it was the first time I've been doing a series. You know, I've done like film and stage, but, and when you have that kind of support yeah. around you, people that are like, yo, no, we, we're here to help. That's just, mm. it was one, it was a wonderful, I came away, I went there with a little anxiety, like, oh Lord, you know, right. I came back with shit, what's next? What's next? Let's go. <laughs> you know, and still learning, still I learning. That. I mean, they, I, I had some, People coming up to me, you know, as a director, they come to you all, all areas, you know, wardrobe, hair, uh, props, and they say, Don, we want to get your opinion. I said, uh, oh, that's good. <laughs> and then I walk, then they walk away. I say, oh shit, I hope, I, I hope so. You know, <laughs> but but it was a it was a learning experience. I I say this, going to do that in DC for a month. We filmed in DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Going to do that for a month and going straight to Cannes. When I landed in Nice, well, I landed in Nice, France, and I was in my Uber going to my flat is when it hit me. I said, wait a minute. Um, you wrote and directed this film, and you are in France at the Cannes Film Festival, and you're the closing film for diversity in Cannes. And I said, that ain't nobody but God and my mother and my grandmother who are my guardian angels saying, do what you gotta do. Yes, that ain't nobody but them angels up there. Yeah. They probably had something to do with this finally working too. Yeah, my mom was like, wait a minute now. Wait, look, I got, God, gotta look. I got a beautiful together. picture. I got a beautiful oh. picture of your mom. I love that picture. What has life been like without her? I know she's beautiful up there. On she's she's up there though. She's still with you. I love this picture. I love it. Thank you. I'm so sorry. My deepest condolences, because she's your best friend. You talk to her all the time, but she's still here. Her presence is here. What would she think of what has just? What you just described, leaving D.C. to fly to Nice, France in an Uber to your flat. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. It has been the greatest loss of my life. Um, but I said this at her funeral. Um, if God said to me, Don, you were so good to your mom that I'm going to give you five more minutes to say whatever you want to say to her. I would respectfully say to God, God, 
can I use my five minutes to hug her because we said everything? Mm. So I don't, and when I get emotional, it's really tears of joy and gratitude and remembrance and love because she loved my brother and myself. Like, I mean, she put our kids before anything. And um, one of the things that I share with people, and it's in my book too coming up. Uh-oh. One of the things that I share in, in the book is that um, the week that she passed away, I was sitting in her bedroom back in Philly and I was giving her her lunch and she was just staring at me. And I said, mom, what am I going to do without you? And she said, oh, you're going to be fine. I said, no, no, I don't want to be fine. I want you here. And she said, well, let me tell you something. There's two deaths you don't get over. That's the death of your mother and the death of your child. And I've lost both and I'm still standing and so will you. So I think of those things. And I think of the things that she says to me, like she said to me that week. Um, the Lord blesses you so much because you're so good to your mother. So realizing the circle of life and knowing how that is, you get through it. Um, re- realizing that she wasn't in any pain when she was alive. Um and that she's all over my place. Like I have photos everywhere. And I gotta be honest, when I went home a couple of times and I didn't see, my brother didn't have a lot of photos and I was almost offended. Like, where's mommy? But then I had to realize something. Hold up doesn't mean he didn't love my mother any more or less than me. People have a different way of grief, grieving. Yes. And you have to respect that. Amen. For me, She's around me all the time, every day. But everybody how can't. My brother deals with that. Yeah. How my yeah. brother deals, that's his way. And there's no expiration date on grief. And people sometimes think there is. There isn't. So you go on. You go on. It is a circle of life. And you go on. But you don't forget. So seeing that photo might have teared me up. But, it's all, but it also makes me feel so wonderful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that- she would be. She would be, um, like I was getting ready to get involved with a business situation one time in the last year or so. And um, my mother put a stop to that. I don't. All I know is she put her hand, she said, uh-uh, that ain't going to, uh-uh, leave that alone. And I remember thinking to myself, well, that's a whole lot of money. Right? She was like, leave that alone. And I left it alone, and my God was the best thing for me to do. Really? So yeah. you just you felt her presence guide you. Oh, yeah, that. every day. But that was strong. That okay. was very strong. She was like, uh-uh. uh-uh. My mom didn't curse. She but 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 I heard her say this, leave that shit alone. <laughs> and she didn't even curse. That's probably how I was hearing it. Yeah. You know, but I didn't do it, and it was the best thing that I didn't do. Wow. All money and good money. All money ain't good money. No, that's 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 the truth, Ruth. Right. And I'm, but I'm so happy you had a great mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. that, you know, it's tears of joy. I didn't, I didn't post it for you to tear up. I just thought it was a beautiful. Oh, uh, thank picture. you. Yeah, 
That was actually at a party I had before I knew you out here, and she she came in for that. Yeah. Nice. And I don't even remember who. Oh, I think Debbie, uh, the photographer, Debbie Diamond Dust Photography. I think they took. I think Debbie took that shot. Yeah, I love that picture. I love that. I love that. I remember. Um, I was looking back at the the first interview that I I, I did with you, and I was like, I had totally forgot that. You was about to go to Whitney and Bobby's wedding, but you was but you but you had a your brother's birthday or no my brother's my brother's first wife (laughs) anniversary. Um, you I was throwing him. You had to go to a party, and you chose. I was throwing him a party, and 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 um, in Philly, and it was on the same day as. Bobby and Whitney's wedding, and I could. I was sick to my. I was like, oh. and I told him. I said, "Listen, if you were not my brother, I would not be. I would cancel this whole thing and not do it. I would be like, but I didn't go. And um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that sure. Yeah. But I have the invite. I still have it. No, you don't. I have oh. the invite and the return. Um. You know, when you say if you're going to come or not and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have known that when I was at your house. I would have took a picture oh, with yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> That's what, right. you know what I forgot. I know what Whitney means to you. That's right. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jeez, I got to show it to you. Please. <laughs> I, and it's one of those things that I'll probably never put on um, eBay because they probably would just go crazy. Oh, they and actually, Sissy actually did the actual... Um, what do you call it? Um, the calligraphy or whatever. Yeah, a lot of it she did, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was just like when I was rewatching, I was like, no, he didn't. He didn't. He, he loved his brother. <laughs> and you know what? And and actually, Will came to my. Will no, was that's invited. what I was going to be about next. Will week. was invited, Will and he came. came to the party as well. And I said, oh, I I said, um, uh, uh you can't. He said, yeah, we were invited, but. We, we just came here. And I was like, okay, all right. Wow. But I still wish I had gone to that wedding. <laughs> I wish you did too, just so I could have a story. You know, any anything that right. uh, is related. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm like. I know. Yes, yes, yes. You see that picture right there? That's yes. yes. I got yes. something that I know you would love. I don't know if I had it when you were here or not. Um. I got a lot of stuff about Whitney, but I, but I have, I think maybe you saw it that I actually bid. I I spent so much money. It was ridiculous. I bid on this. Um, I think you, wait, wait did you see it? I don't know. How many years it. ago were you here? Were you here? It's been a while. I, I mean, okay. I it, so it was, um, they did a signing all the women from waiting to exhale mm. where they actually sat down and did signings. Yeah. And I have, a DVD of the movie Waiting to Exhale um, uh, with it, the movie is there, and all of them signed it. No way. With a Sharpie. And I remember bidding, I don't know who I was, because you, when you do these silent auctions, you don't know who you're going against, and it kept going up, and I was like, should I really want that? And then I and, and, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I, and I told the person that was bidding, I told the person that was bidding for me, I said, all right, we're going to do one more. And they did one more. And this person i don't know who they were they went another level and i said uh-uh i can't do it and something <laughs> said okay da, 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 da. and then they said going once going twice and i have it 
Oh my gosh, yes. You got to take a picture of that and send it to me. Yeah, I will do that. That yeah. and the, if you, I don't know if the- uh, The invite? The invite is in a yeah. is in the storage, but yeah. it's in. A, I have I, I collect black memorabilia, so there's a lot of stuff that I have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I'll send it to you. Please, because I, you know, I run a Whitney page. Um, I have a for the love of Whitney, because you know, remember I did a fan documentary. I have. Well, you gave me a copy. <laughs> yup. And and I and I and I I think that so many people still would like to have that, but I know what's up. I know what's yeah. up. Listen, it's on YouTube, everybody. Y'all can go watch it. Too. Okay. <laughs> but that, but what Don got is uh, rare and yes, uh, from the I have one. Yep. Yes, I'm so I'm glad I gave you one. Yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up. No, he don't. Look, y'all. Look, no, he don't. No, he don't. Got the whole Whitney. I was about to uh, look at this. Wait, 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 wait. Look at this. Wow, for the love of Whitney. Yes. I have my own. I have my own. I am so happy I gave you one, Don. Yep. Yes. I'm you so happy you gave it to me too. Yes. Let me, I'm put it back up, Don, real quick. Okay. Wait. Damn! Yeah. <laughs> I can't be in the presence of, of Don B. Welsh and never had done a production. <laughs> <laughs> there old. you go. Oh, well, you mentioned um, Will Smith a couple of times. He's very much a part of your uh, story. So, can you just talk about uh, his role in King Richard? How dope that was! How he won, and how ain't nobody canceling Will Smith, regardless of what happened at the Oscars. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that's our guy. He's one of the biggest movie stars. You know what I mean? We all fall short of the glory. So can you just give us um, your Will Smith love? Because yeah, you loved him um, from the beginning. Well, when I moved to L.A., it was because of him, actually. He said, whenever you want to move more into <clears throat> areas, film, television, or whatever, I got you. And people tell you that, you know, um, but he really did. And um, I've been out here 22 years, and I know for the first maybe 15 years, um, he was a lifeline. Um, and his dad, who has passed away, um, was very much in my corner, the entire family, actually. Um, but this man's heart, I've witnessed him doing things for people around the world that you would never even know that he did. Um, his heart, very big, very giving, uh, never wanting anything back in return. I remember um, just getting him to support me and doing things. Um, he would often just say, you know, um, be of service and pass it on. And I didn't need anybody to tell me that because I've always been that kind of person. But to know that that was that 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 the, that the the love and the support was being given to you because someone believing in your work and believing in you and wanting and wanting you to have an opportunity to step up to the next level. Um, and there were so many other people. I'm only speaking from my standpoint. Um, yeah. 
I, yeah. Um, so when I saw King Richard, it was one of the, there's been a few movies of his where I really forgot it was him. Yeah. And um, he deserved every award that he was given for that and the work he put into that. Um, it was a great, it, yeah, it was. And the young lady, uh, the actress, um, who I also love, um, that played his wife. Adjuan Ellis. Off the chain. Yes. And Will, chain. and Will gave them uh, upgrades. Like she said, I wasn't paid enough. And Will paid, gave them all bonuses. He, yeah. he, 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 he See, those type of stories like that, um, it doesn't surprise me. Um, because his mom, um, his grandmother, I knew his grandmother, um, that's just the type of person he is. Yeah. yeah. And he's, and I, and I, and I sat there and I sat watch and I, and I was watching King Richard and I was thinking how he came out here, maybe at the age of 19 or 20 or whatever, and he's still doing his thing and still making a difference, you know, um, yeah. And what do you see for the future? Cause I, I see Will Smith coming back even better and stronger. Um, Will is a survivor. Yeah. Um, and I think what we have to do in life when things occur is that we have to let God sort of dictate the next move. Um, I have not had an opportunity to see him in a while. Um, but I don't even want to use the word comeback. But sometimes life throws us a pause button. Mm. And um, it's like the old tape recorders where you could say, rewind, fast forward, stop, a pause. Well, it's just a pause right now. Just a pause. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I love that. Good. I love that. Now you have, I, I don't know, because you know, you bring back stuff all the time. So upcoming, you got Church Secrets. Oh, God. You know, I got in trouble. Every time I do Church Secrets, I get some minister calling. Well, they don't always call, but because I tell the truth. And, um, and, and Church Secrets deals with a um, mega church pastor it's a bunch of them i can see them all coming after you <laughs> i had a couple of them uh we haven't done this one in maybe three years or so maybe longer said uh young man i i'd like to talk to you i said well wait a minute hold on a minute if you had a problem with church secrets it might be because you're looking at yourself see one thing about it is don't you're not my pastor so don't think you can talk to me <laughs> I had one man tell me, one pastor of this church that I think they brought one of my play there or something and was upset before the show started. And I said, listen, um, and he was talking to me, talking down, whatever. And I said, well, wait a minute, hold up a minute. I think you forgot something. That packed church in there is your parishioners. I'm not. And I can tell everybody in this play to get back on that bus, that tour bus, and we can go home. And he said, well, we've paid you. And I said, and I will write you that check. Now, do we leave or do we stay and do the show? 
and we stayed and did the show. Because my <laughs> thing is, don't do that to me. You know, um, I'm talking about one particular pastor in this play. If you want to, if, if, if you can, if, if you are upset about what I'm saying that this one character did, you better look in the mirror because the mirror is truth serum. Mm. I always say this. Teddy Pendergrass had a song years ago. It was a fast song. It was, you can't hide from yourself. Everywhere you go, there you are. There you are. There you are. I didn't know that Teddy Pendergrass had a song. I remember talking to Jennifer Lewis, and she was like, wherever you go, there you are. She yeah. Her, her therapist told Jennifer Lewis. I love her, right? Yeah, you got her. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's like, it's it's a comedy, but it's also some serious stuff going on in this. And it's the first time I've been back on stage in, well, two and a half years. The pandemic. Yeah. The pandemic. And so, you know, um, but I'm glad and I'm blessed that I have other I had other things I could do, you know. Yeah. Uh, writing and directing and and producing other stuff. And it's also about helping other I've I've actually produced other people's work, like wow. several other writers, yeah, that didn't have an opportunity to get out there to put their stuff out there. I'm like, let's do it, let's just do it. Because you know what? You you have to pass it on because somebody helped you. Mm -hmm. The unfortunate part about it is my mom used to always say to me, um, and she never called me Don. She called me Donald. And she said, Donald, you can't save the world. Because every time somebody, I would try to say, well, let's try to work that out. Let's do it. You know, yeah. and sometimes you find yourself doing that and you end up the short end of the stick. Yeah. Have but you been have you had that short end of the stick a lot? And what have you learned from that? Not a lot, but I've had I've had some people who have um done some things to me that I feel bad for them for that. Mm. The old my mom would have said to you if she were alive, Quincy. If it takes Donald 20 years to get you back, he's going to get you back. I'm no longer that way because I realize whatever I'm going to do to you or could do to you can't match what God going to do to you. Right. So I'm just going to do as my grandmother said, sit back and rock a while. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and, and here's the thing. The unfortunate part about that is sometimes you have to let people go that you actually do love. Mm -hmm. And that is hard. Um, that's hard. Yeah. How do because you? It's, okay. it's, difficult, it's difficult to. To let go. Mm -hmm. And as you There's get older. There. There's love there. You, you, as you get older. You see things a little differently. And I tell you, the loss of your mother. If I can deal with every day without my mother physically being here, trust me when I tell you, I can do without your ass living. <laughs> Never heard it quite put that way, but yes. 
I can do, I can, I can do life without you. Yeah. And um, and what's funny about people, sometimes they say, Well, what did I do? I don't know what I've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you know? Mm-hmm. And if I gotta tell you, then it may not be that nice. So what I need you to do is spend some time and think about that. And then we can have a conversation because um, we all make mistakes in life and we all, um, nobody's perfect. Mm -hmm. But if there's one thing about me, I'm a loyal friend to the better end. Mm -hmm. And um, it can be hurtful when there's people that you really do love and you think to yourself, wow, you just don't even know what you're doing mm-hmm. to this relationship. Mm-hmm. And you don't wish, I don't wish nobody any harm. Because my grandmother used to always say this too. If you dig a ditch for somebody to fall into, you better dig two because you're going to need one for yourself. Mm. So I don't wish harm on anyone. The people that have hurt me They have to deal with that. And sometimes people just got to miss out on Don B. Welch. They just got to miss out on him. Yeah. And, and you know what? Okay. That's true. But here's what he, but here's, here's the part that I will admit. Sometimes I miss them so much. Oh. Mm-hmm. But life goes on. People are leaving here every day. So I'm not going to put too much energy in feeling bad about losing you mm-hmm. or letting you go. Mm-hmm. Because um, a couple of years ago, I got ill and I was dealing with something that could have really, possibly, it could have been, well, it could have been really bad. And I promised God that if he saw me through that, that I would change a lot of things. I would work out more. I would exercise more. I would eat differently. Um, And I have, I have, because I look great. You don't even know how old I am. I look great. (laughs) And I love it. I love it. That black girl. Wait, 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 you ready for this? I told my family, I said, listen, whenever I leave here, you know how the tombstone say sunrise and sunset? Y'all leave that sunrise blank. I have an, listen, look, I have a living will and it has in there, do not put down Don's. <laughs> so I was telling my brother, I was telling my brother or, or my niece recently, I said, I mean that. If it says sunrise and sunset, leave that sunrise blank. <laughs> I love it. And, wait a minute. So one of my actors said one time, well, I went on the internet and I saw your age. I said, no. What you saw was three ages of them. I'll tell you this. One of them is correct. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't, Don't worry about it. I'm not going to tell you which one. I'm not going to tell you 
which one? Well, you know, I got to end with the Don B. Welch Studio Q customized lightning round. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But, but, but before I get to that, there's just one other question because you work with so many people, right? But also Hollywood then slash Black Hollywood is so small, right? So when you're talking about letting people go or people who come to be movie stars, but you help them and they forget about you or act funny or whatever. Like, they do this. They do this on the red carpet. Hi. <laughs> well, so you know do what I do back? What? Hi. <laughs> and I shake my head and walk. You give, it, you give it right back to them. Oh, it's like, really? I want to know like how, because you know what I'm saying? It's a revolving door. Like people want to be in your stuff before they was acting. For, like, so how do you um, just, how do you manage that when people have been, because you said people were horrible to you when you first yeah. got into this business and it's small. So yeah. maybe somebody who was horrible to you is connected to somebody who was wonderful to you. All right. You know, how do you, you deal with all okay. of that? All right, hold on. I'm going to tell you a story. It's in my book. When I came to LA, Frida Payne took me to a industry party. And this actress came up and Frida introduced us. And Frida said, this is my friend, Don Welch. He's a writer and a director. And the actor said, oh, television, film? And I said, no, theater. And the actor said, oh, well, this is a TV and film town. Good luck. And turned around tipsy and walked away with their drink. And I remember Frida's face looking like, Oh my God, feeling bad. And I remember my face looking at this actor walk away. And I said, hmm, I'm going to make you respect theater and you're going to work for me. And they did. And they had. But what is that like for you? How do you, how do you maneuver in those waters? Because you're, you well, know. well, because I knew not to take it. Personal. personal. Okay. Um, and I knew that was the liquor talking. Okay. And I also knew nobody knew who I was out here. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't walk away saying, ha ha ha, now look at, no, I just said, hey, we good. We, we, mm -hmm. um, even some of the younger ones now who have, um, Throw a little shade. Uh, I'm really so happy that they're doing really well. I really am. And I I feel like um, they'll understand one day mm -hmm. that this is a very small town and that the opportunities, although there are a lot of act opportunities right now for, for actors and writers of color, that you've got to treat people the way you want to be treated. Um, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when karma comes to your house, he or she doesn't knock and ask, can they come in? You look up and they're right there. Mm. So how are you going to deal with that is up to you. But um, on the, but then there are people like Loretta Divine, like, uh, 
Vanessa Bell Calloway and the Dawn Lewis's and the Eamon Joseph's and, you know, the King Lattimore's. People, and some of the younger ones too, that are working now on, some of them have been able to buy homes and cars and they'll grab me on the red carpet. And if they're doing an interview, they'll say, oh my God, this guy here, Don Welch, he did it at, or like a Brandy Evans, like I think I talked to you about her earlier. Yeah, Valley, Who never forgot. Mm-hmm. Who said, this man gave me an opportunity to put me on stage when no one else did. So that she outweighs it. That outweighs she don't owe that. Me, listen, none of them owe me anything. Mm-hmm. But when you hear them and you're happy for them, yeah you're able to be like, okay with it. It doesn't make me, you know, when people do that, it can make you do one or two things. It can make you get bitter and say, well, that's it. I ain't helping nobody else. Or it can make you say like, you're not changing me. Yeah. I'm still going to help and do things. I love it. I love yeah. it. I just, I just wanted to know because it's so small. Like, yeah. You end up seeing people so quickly again who treat you. And so for somebody who has to deal with groups of people, black Hollywood, black media, behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, I just wanted to know how you coped with that. But it sounds mm-hmm. like the positive mm-hmm. of what you've de- of, of mm-hmm. the seeds and the people outweigh that. Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's like some I don't know who told me this story, but it's like they said, picture this. There's a woman or a man who works at a grocery store as a cashier, and they're just nasty. It's a nasty person about life, you know, um, just just nasty and miserable, treats everybody wrong. All of a sudden, they hit the Powerball, and they are a multimillionaire. They're still nasty. Mm-hmm. They just got money and nasty. Mm-hmm. doesn't make them any better. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to stop helping somebody because of what someone may have did to, said to me or, or did to me. Um, um, Loretta Devine, also I'll quote her, uh, we were talking about something one day and I don't know who we were talking about. I said, that bitch is crazy or something like that. And Loretta said, I said, I said she's a little off. And Loretta said, but aren't we all a little? And I know how she meant that, you know. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very careful about stuff like that because mm-hmm. we never know what somebody's dealing with yeah. and what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I just want to be someone who's known to help when I could. I'll still check you when you <laughs> check. I have no problem with doing that. Yeah. But it's not about me, you know. It's like you look at people like um, I, I mentioned him because he is like my little brother, uh, Brett Dismuke, uh, who I, I said to you before runs All Black and We TV. Uh, he's in. He's in the. He's quiet. He's in. He's not like. He ain't like me. I'm like this. <laughs> he's, he's here, but he is quietly building a resume of wonderful stuff in this town and he's taking people with him. Love it. And and that's all it means for him is to support the community. And nice. you can't help but love that. 
Well, you know, you got to hook us up so I can do an interview. Yes, I will do that. And as a matter of fact, um, you need to do one very soon because he is okay. really doing his thing. Nice. He's, he is, man. Yeah, he's doing his thing. And he's building this, that network and those networks. Oh, are- I see it. I see, I see the We TV All Black collaborations and I, I see it. I see Although it. there are a lot of people to make that work. Yeah. That's his vision. Yeah. And he and he's given so many people opportunities. And because he is like in the background, because I'm loud. <laughs> you know that. I'm loud. We love that about you, though. He's he's just he's he's like this, and he will get things done, yeah. and 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 so um, there are people like that that make this industry, you know. Uh, you say, oh yeah, that's a that's that's a good person, you know. Um, yeah, and so it's not all bad out here, you know. There are some people who are doing some things. Um, uh, I remember. I'll just I'll tell us one little story because her and I really don't talk that much. But I remember years ago, I asked Niecy Nash to go to lunch with me because I want—I had a project I wanted her to be involved with. And we went to lunch and we were sitting. I can remember exactly. We, I remember in Sherman Oaks at the restaurant. Your favorite breakfast spot. No, no, no. That's Studio City. Oh, this okay. This was a lunch place in Sherman Oaks. Well, you got another was, spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, was, we were sitting there and I started to tell her, you know, hey, I do this, I do that. And um, I work with this person, that person. And then I said, I know we haven't worked together before. Um, so I feel free to contact this person that I named off. And she stopped me and she said, hold up. She said, number one, most of the people that you've mentioned, I already know. And she said, and I've never heard anything negative about your name in terms of working with you. So I don't need to talk to nobody about nothing. If we're going to do this, we're going to do it. And so I never forgot that, you know, uh, and we don't even really, we, we never work together still. And mm-hmm. I see her every blue moon, but to know you have that kind of reputation, mm-hmm. same thing with Essence Atkins. I remember sitting with Essence and saying, and she said, oh, I'm not worried about that. People would have told me to stay clear of you, you know? And so when you, when you hear that, you're thinking, okay, thank you, God, because I, I want that to be what people get from me, yeah. you know? But honestly, Don, it's just the truth. You know, okay. it's, it's, it's who you are. And, you know, you, people feel spirit before you even speak. I know you loud, but your spirit is louder. Loud and wrong. But sometimes. your spirit is louder. And it and it, and it speaks to people before you, you Look, you want to laugh. It's, just, it's funny, but it's not funny. Uh-oh. But it is funny. When I came back from France... I was at the airport in in, in uh, L.A. LAX, and you go through customs, and I was just over it because it was just too many people from all these places, and I just said, "I am an American." <laughs> let it be. Let the record show. So wait, people said. <laughs> so there was a brother at the counter that doesn't, you know, to ask your million questions. He just said, "Come on." He looked at my passport. And he said, "Welcome home." I was done. Listen, done. it was it was fourteen hour flight. I don't want. I don't care where you're from. I just need to get in this line and get out. So fourteen hours. That's a oh. long time. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven hours from London to LA, but from Nice to London is three and a half. So oh, you're wow. like this, and that flight from London, I was just like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I did, mm. I. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> but guess what? I think I'm going back next year. So come on. So listen. Oh, shout out, shout out to um Diversity and Can. They are doing some wonderful. Uh, Yolanda Brinkley, uh, who started it like 12 or 13 years ago over there. You got to interview her too. She is doing so much. She has, um, she's doing so much uh, of getting our voices heard over there. Love and it. yeah, and she speaks French fluently. You know, she um, has been doing this for 13 years over there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she does, she's doing a great job. So I want to give her that shout out because um, I really think that that's someone you should be talking to as well because she definitely um, needs it. I know that um, Julius and um, Viola support what she's doing as well. So it's, it's we got to do that. We got to do yes, that. Yes, we, we have to. to. We have we to. And that. listen, I'm all down. I'm all about black media. That's what interests me most. So uh, yes, anybody you say, I'm like, okay, Don said, Don said it. Yeah, somebody to talk to. So let me get to uh, this ain't gonna be 14 hours. The studio okay. is like around. <laughs> okay. Uh oh. Okay. Now you now, know. Now you know I have no filter, but so go ahead. Listen, that is one of the things that we love about you, Don. You keep okay. acting like it's a negative. It's a positive. Okay. That's All a right. positive. Top three places to eat in LA. Wait a minute. So I can tell you that easy. Okay. I know. So listen. Okay. My favorite <laughs> restaurant, five star, is Boa Steakhouse. Okay. On Sunset. Y'all right? taking notes? Boa. That's B-O-A, number one. Boa Restaurant. That's number now, one. Now it's number one for if 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 you're gonna spend some change and really want that whole I'm in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, and the food's go good. Go to Boa on Sunset. Yeah. This place I'm getting ready to tell you about now. I just found it out because it, it was next door to the um, Grammy Museum, and it's a. Oh, I, I saw your Instagram post. Fixing what? Fixing kitchen. Oh, kitchen, Quincy. <laughs> it's disgraceful how good that food is, and how that whole place, man. Delicious. Fixes number two. Fixes is number two, y'all. Fixes. Now, now, there's several other places, right? But I only want to top three. Boa fixins. So we got a good steak. We got soul food. Yeah. Okay. So my breakfast spot. I have several, but my favorite. Uh, I've been going there for years. They also support me in what I'm doing is um, uh, Good Neighbor Restaurant in Studio City. Yeah, that's my, because you know what, you know what, you know, right. You know what it is also, it's like home. It's like, um, I've been going so many years uh, and I, you know, yeah, those are the three. Yeah. Yeah. But there's some other, now I got some people that will be mad when they see this, right? But you I rated them with a five-star steak, Boa, Soul Food, down at LA Live, 
although CeeLo's over in um, uh, uh, Sherman Oaks, that brother is a chef over there. His food's really good too, soul food. And but and and then Good Neighbor, yeah. Good neighbor. I knew Good Neighbor was gonna be on there. Breakfast. I already, I already knew that. That's just <laughs> your spot. That's your spot. Top three places to eat in Philly. Oh. Well, you can't go to Philly and get like a cheesesteak or a steak unless you go to Ishka Bibbles at Fifth and South Street, Ishka Bibbles. Now, as far as um, other spots, well, because I've been gone so long, I really, I'm trying to think. At I one time it was. I know you was, give three three places though. Yeah, but I don't think, well. We got the cheesecake. I mean, the cheesesteak, sorry. Yeah, that's the that's the place for that. Yeah, that's Ishkabibbles. Um, also, there's a steakhouse there. Oh, 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 oh! Wait, wait, wait. Um, I can't think of the name because it's in the Rittenhouse. Um, it's a steakhouse. Ruth Chris, I used to go to, but see Philly, I haven't been doing too many. years ago. I had names like the Mushaloo and stuff like that, but then I don't think they're still there anymore. So I really, it would be unfair for me to say outside of Ishka Bibbles, the other restaurants that I would love to go. Unless you're talking about places like um, Fridays and, and, and um, and, no, I want, I want, I want hometown, you know. Okay. So if you, when you get ready to go, now we got some spots, Italian as well. What are you talking well. about? You I just don't know the names right now. Oh, okay. oh Delilah's, oh, Delilah's Soul Food. Delilah's and Miss Tootsie's I, and Miss Tootsie's. I don't know if Miss Tootsie's is still there or not, but those places, yeah. Well, I'm writing it down like I'm not talking. And to the you. White's Barbecue. The White's Barbecue. All right. I'm like, come on, you got to have a few for Philly. That's where you from. Absolutely, and still call. That's still my favorite place. What the White's Barbecue? No, Philly. Or Philly, Philly, Philly. Okay, guilty pleasure. What's Don B. Welch's guilty pleasure? It could be TV, it could be food, it could okay. be whatever. Okay, okay. I love reading, and I must have over 300 here, celebrity biographies, autobiographies and biographies. Oh. I've uh, From Frank Sinatra to Superhead. <laughs> I've read them all. I love it. Gladys Knight, Teddy Pendergrass, um, Marlon Brando. It, I, I love... I just finished reading um, this. No, I'm, no, no. Oh, you know, has a really good book out, and I didn't know I was gonna like it because I was like, he, he can be a bit much for me at times. Billy Porter, but his autobiography is so transparent and so true. Like it's like it it brought me in. And I'm gonna tell you, this brother, I haven't worked with him. I bought his book, and I read it maybe in two days. Columbus Short's autobiography. Mm. Not only was he extremely transparent, he takes accountability for a lot of things. Oh, wow. Yeah, I loved his book. I loved his book. And I that's one of my good reading, reading late at night. I read uh, books all the time. And then I, okay, I like some ratchet stuff too. Like, like, uh, <laughs> well, I don't really read Ratchet, but I like some Ratchet. T okay, I don't know if it's Ratchet TV. Some of the reality shows I like, like I don't know, like I like I got hooked into um, uh, Atlanta Housewives, Housewives of Potomac, 
Um, I love the I love the ID channel with stuff like uh, snapped <laughs> wives with knives. <laughs> that crazy shit like that. It's, yeah, it, it, yeah. I love that stuff like that. Okay, and, you know, that's, those are guilty pleasures like that. Yeah, that's what and I was. As far yeah. as and as far as food, well, Uh-oh. going to um, I love donuts and cake. Going to Randy's donuts in Inglewood. Oh, the big grand, the big. <laughs> you know what? I lived in LA for 16 years and I never had one of those donuts. You are. Listen, if you go get what they call the um, the Texas Glaze, it's about as big as a steering wheel. Are you serious? And I'm trying to tell you, it's the truth. It's the truth. So Randy's donuts really is good. Oh my God! It's I love like, their. I love their landmark. Uh, it's just not a landmark. They really got good donuts. It's, they got good. I will listen. I went on uh, Facebook and said, "It's the pandemic. Anybody <laughs> that's near Randy's, can y'all bring me some donuts?" And <laughs> wait a minute. And people were saying, "Oh, Don, I'll bring it." Up. So Tammy Matt hit me up and said, "I'm at work at KGLH on my way home. I'm gonna bring you some Randy's." And she did. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and I said, "Well, you're not coming in. I'm gonna come out to the car." <laughs> that COVID Look, was crazy. You took some donuts, though. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Pandemic or not, okay. So one night only. You only got one night only. For so what play. though? I'm about to tell you. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord! What song would you sing with an orchestra at Carnegie Hall? One night only. Easy. And I sang it a lot in my shows, in my live shows. Stevie Wonders, All in Love is all is all is, all is fair in love. All love is fair. That says it all. And for my mom, I believe in you and me, because before Whitney did it, it was a hit for the four tops. The four and tops. Levi, really this Levi Stubbs. But yeah, all in love is fair, all in fair is love, and that yeah. That nice. That, I got see. I gotta. You gotta uh, show me some VHS of you performing. I haven't wait, seen Donald. I'm trying to. Okay, I had some put on DVD recently. Yeah. I have some footage. Ready for this? When the group The Barge opened yeah. for me. I remember. I did an interview with you before, and I I was like, you opened for The Barge. No, no, they opened for me. No, they opened for you. Let's but get you that right. Stephanie Mills. <laughs> and I actually I actually watched it. I took the tape somewhere and had them put it on DVD and I was showing to me. They were like Yeah. yeah. I that's not on YouTube, Don. Because you know why? I got to now. They got to put it on that thing. They're on DVD. Now you got to put them on um, Digital. You can get it digitized. I, yeah. You know I'm old school all the way. <laughs> I know. Listen, I, I know. It. Yeah, I got some stuff like that. Yeah, we need to see that. I want to see that. I love that old type of footage and showing. And this, and 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 I'm yeah, yeah. I got a I got a lot of that stuff that was back in the day when I was doing all. And this before the pandemic, I was getting together with, with an orchestra to do a one night here. I think that now I have to uh, before I do that. I still want to do it. I got to start strengthening and working on my vocals again because when you don't use it, you can lose it. Yeah. And it's been a minute since I actually did a show like that, you know. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Or you could just be like me and just, uh, you know, crash vocals. I, I do duets with, all, I try to do duets with all the great singers. Like, <laughs> like oh, you Faith Evans? Let me sing with you. Oh, right, right. <laughs> right. I remember, I remember letting uh, Kenny Lattimore and Lettucey and um, Darius McCrary at different times here, because I did a, I did a CD, uh, I did a, a whole a Will's label that was never really released. And they were in the car looking at me like this, like, what is wrong with you? I never knew you could sing like, what? what? That's not you. And I'm like, yeah, it's me. So I have all that stuff. It is what it is. You know, I, I got sort of, because if you were to ask me today, what's my still my greatest joy? Even though I haven't done it in years, it was singing and performing live. I loved it. I used to have a full band and backup singers, and we would travel New York, um, D.C., uh, Atlantic City. I was always performing. And, so, all of these, and all of these performer friends that you have, from Kelly Price to Lettucey to Kenny Lattimore, like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all need to yeah, get and then studio. Yeah, and people often ask me, uh, like, literally, like, I have a lot of friends in the industry, and I have a lot of friends that are not in the industry, but I think my two closest, uh, when it comes to brothers, male singers, who are the closest to me, is King Lattimore and Genuine. Like I literally, we don't go like a week that I don't talk to either one of them or both of them. Um, just, just awesome people, yeah. awesome people. You know, that's a gift. That's a gift to be able to connect with awesome people in an awesome people. Such as this. Yeah. Yes. People yeah. might know like sides of what, but they, you know, there are there are people like that who just have hearts of gold, you know, and you know, like I always tell people when they talk about Loretta Divine and Vanessa, girls like that, and Don Lewis, they never had to do with Diane B. Welch production. Mm-hmm. And they have done many, and they got my back. Um, and you come for me, they gonna be right there, and vice versa. You know, when when it comes to them, and then my dear, 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 ninety-one year old special spirit, Marla Gibbs, same way, oh. same way. It's just the love that people give you, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. very fortunate to have that, you know? Yeah, and I'm happy that you have it. But in my opinion, you attracted it because of who you are, you know? Thank so, you. Yeah. It's, Listen, it's, I, I thought I was somebody when, I won't say who it is, but somebody gets as big as like, like Will. I when I When one day I had to realize and say to myself, I got this nigga's phone number in my phone. <laughs> I grew up, I grew up like what? Exactly. And you're like, what? Life, life. Yeah. Life. And putting that work out there. Like, don't take away from the work that you put out as well. You know Thank what I mean? You. The Thank connecting. You. It's like it's God, it's life, but it's also you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's the truth, man. I'm just telling you the truth. Um, best go-to curse word, either simple bitch or shit. Which one is your favorite? How did you know? Quincy. 
First of all, you're wrong for that. Because <laughs> I'll call somebody a simple bitch in a minute. <laughs> I don't even believe you just said that. <laughs> I can be in a car. I'll be like, look at this simple bitch. I will say that. I need to get a shirt. <laughs> Quincy, you be knowing too much stuff. <laughs> Wait, that's why I think I told you this part. I was offered my own reality show a couple wow. times, and I turned it down because I know that I would say some stuff that they gonna really want to have on. I simple. I will. I will. I will say that in a minute. I will be like, "Why did she do simple, bitch?" I will say that. How did yeah, you? Look, Tam, Tam said, "I'm gonna go with simple bitch over shit." <laughs> I listen, I will say that. I was, would you look at this simple bitch? Yeah, wow. You be knowing too much stuff, but anyway. Best directing experience to date. Theater, television, or film. Excuse oh, me. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Come on. I'm gonna say theater because that is your baby. Okay. I've written 32 plays right mm -hmm. all been produced and put out i don't really have a favorite but my favorite one to direct was called three sisters and it starred vanessa bell calloway dawn lewis and loretta divine i remember going to rehearsals and watching these women up there and i'm thinking yo this is whoa and then when we closed the theater calling me the next week saying, people are saying, when is this coming back? They want to see it again. They want people to come. We had lines around the corner at the Wilshire E. Bell. That for theater, for film, Baby Girl, and for television, Hush. Because mm. I was, I, I, yeah, those are the three. Nice. From a different avenues. Yeah. Yes. And is Sisters the play you're most proud of? Because 32, that's like 32 children. You got 32. Yeah, three sisters. No, the most proud? Yeah. Um, no. Proud of. I, now, that's where it gets tricky. Because um, they all speak to me differently. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to compare them. Like, if you were to ask my mom, which kid do you love the most? My mom would be like, I love both my kids the same, but I deal with them differently because they're different people. Right. That's the answer. That's the answer. Back to mom with the with with the, with the mom thing. She be dropping them gems. What do you hate more, lateness or excuses? Oh, lateness. I despise lateness. I despise lateness and procrastination. I don't like excuses, but sometimes they're warranted. Lateness, don't use LA traffic because you know it's always LA traffic. So wherever you're going, you leave in enough time. Now I have some friends of mine, celebrity friends who are always late mm -hmm. for everything. So I never say the right time for when them. we're doing something. 
smart. <laughs> that is very smart. Never. Okay. Describe uh, the following, and this is this is the end of the lightning round. Describe the following in one word. The following: the bachelorette party. Life changing for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Baby girl. Career changing. For okay. real. <coughs> Philly. Um, you said one word. Mm -hmm. Home. L.A. Career. Tammy Mack. Kindred spirit. That's two words, though. Sorry. But I get it. I mean, you know, we rule breakers on top of that. <laughs> uh, Adam Wade. Adam Wade. Legendary. Because of what he opened up in me to the, to 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 make me realize and believe that I could do just what he was doing in writing and directing and producing, that I could do that. Mary Wilson. Heartbroken. Um, my forever dream girl, for real. Heartbroken. Yeah, rest in peace, Mary Wilson. Kenny Lattimore. Just a dear friend. This is a man that I've known 21 years. And I have never heard him say a negative word about anybody. And some things that he's had to endure He's always leaned on his faith and he's always, he's never said a bad, he's never said nothing. He done seen me say some stuff. He'll <laughs> laugh, he'll laugh and be like, but him, people have said some things to him, uh, hurtful. He's never retaliated. Uh, who just kept on being that that beautiful spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don Lewis. One of my sisters, her and Ananda Lewis and Vanessa Bell Calloway. But um, Dawn is... Because you're wearing a different world t-shirt right she now. You don't even know I got this. First of all, I only got it because I saw her on it too. Um, um, what sister, sister Marla Gibbs, 
Oh, icon. Icon, absolutely. Genuine. Jesus. I think because he doesn't live in L.A., people don't know how close we really are. Um, he gives you that image, but his heart, um, first of all, he's a great friend. And he's an awesome dad, you know, and then he's, as far as I'm concerned, he definitely one of the kings of R&B. Nice. nice. But he don't take no mess off nobody. Love that. Love that. Free to pain. Oh! Speaking of which, um, okay, I'll tell you a um, Legendary. And the final person, Judy Pace. Wow. Um, Judy's one of those legendary women in the industry who broke down, who, who, who knocked down a lot of doors, being a beautiful, gorgeous, dark-skinned woman in Hollywood um, and knocked down so many doors for some of these girls today who have no idea who she is and what she did, um, and she's not angry about it. She's not bitter about it. She's watching the success that her daughter is having. Who's um, your daughter? And her daughter is Julia Pace, who was on Young and the Restless, who played uh, in Notorious the Movie, and now she's on the Tyler Perry show, uh, All the Queen's Men. Uh, beautiful. Julia Pace Mitchell. Look her up. Okay. Works all the time. Beautiful. And she's watching her daughter. Her other daughter's a lawyer, but this one, that's one of the reasons why she kind of stopped the industry business. She was raising her girls. Yeah, I love that. Well, I said that was the final person, but the real final, final person is Don B. Welch. One word. One word. Loyal. Yeah. Loyal. I love that. He's sick too. He got some crazy <laughs> shit, but loyal, loyal. Don, do you not see how the angels came through? Yeah, yeah. Like literally, we could not get this together. Nope. We tried. This is the third time, I believe. Yeah. And the angels won. The they angels won. won. And I want to. I want to. Um, I want to thank you for uh, continuing to do what you do. My dream for you. And I believe it's going to happen. I just don't know when. I'm going to put some feelers out for some stuff, too, just because I got a big mouth. Um, but I think that you need to be in a position beyond the wonderful work that you're doing now and all the artists that you've interviewed. One of the things that everybody says, or the majority of them say, is that you do your homework 
and they feel it was one of the best, if not the best interview they've had. You're not messy, but you will ask for the truth and you will still get in there. You stuff that you want to get across. Um, my, my dream for you and my prayer for you is that God continues to put you in the position of excellence that you're in and takes you to the next level of what you do beyond the internet or even bigger on the internet because you deserve it, you do your work well, and you've been consistent for the longest time that I've known you to do it. You've interviewed some of the biggest people. Um, Whitney was not one of the easiest people to always deal with, and she showed love to you, and she trusted you, and you were new in the game, and that says a lot. That says a lot about you. Um, and God blesses people. No, no. God continues to bless people like yourself. And so my prayer for you is that he continues to give you the desires of your heart. Because you're doing a good thing. And I was pissed when you left L.A., but whatever. <laughs> There's planes, boats, and trains. Right. Thank you so much, Don. You have Thank always you. been such a bright, bright light and um, inspiration. You, oh. You've, you've, you've not only created your own dreams, but like you have given um, the opportunity to others who look like us to fulfill their dreams. So just by you going after what Don wants, look what you've been able to provide so many other people connected to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I, you know, also because when I was in Philly going back and forth to auditions and things in New York years ago and being treated kind of shitty sometimes, I said, Lord, if you ever put me in a position to help others, I'm never going to treat people like this. And you and haven't. I'm be a difference. You I'm haven't. Gonna, no. I, you haven't. And that's why, as you said, because obviously you got Jesus's phone number. God has continued to bless you <laughs> as well. Really? I got a few people phone numbers that's under Jesus, like <laughs> they right here. But they, they, I'm like, what? No, I know. And, what, and what's funny is I had to learn how to put certain people's phone numbers in my phone with codes so that if my phone was ever lost, that you wouldn't know who you're calling. Yeah. Because it would be yeah. like, what? Because I don't know if you, if you guys know this, but Stevie Wonder can't see, but he come to Don B. Welch's plays, okay? <laughs> he's been, wait a minute. He came to Baby Girl premiere. Wow. And he's come to five other productions. One time I made a mistake and said, Stevie, I, I want you to come see my play. He said, lend me your eyes. <laughs> that caught me off. Right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That's huge. That's yeah. Huge. In my book, I tell some stories. Love it. About when is it. your book coming out? Are you writing it now? First of all, it should have been done. Um, it, it's every time I get back into writing more. My editor in New York, she's like, um, I'm not saying no more to you. Send me more stuff. You know, the hard part was what to talk about and what not to talk about. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. 
Yeah. But I'm telling my story. Mm -hmm. um, and um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think that you got to tell your story before somebody else tries to. I love that. Um, I've had an exciting life um, and it's still going, you know, mm -hmm. um, but it hasn't always been the greatest of things. Yeah. I was I, I actually, my brother and I were very fortunate that we grew up in a house full of love. Yeah. You know, even before my stepdad got ill mm -hmm. and passed away, uh, we had, it was a lot of goodness as well, you know, uh, but my mother and my grandmother being the foundation of that. <clears throat> um, so yeah, there's a lot that, and that's a, that's a, that's a hard thing too, is when you're writing your story, you know, uh, and it's, my book is called all things in time. Mm -hmm. And I still, I would, I wanted to get it out before my mom's birthday last year then this year. When's her birthday? July 9th, which is why I'll actually be in Philly. Which, what's funny is that Kenny Latimer and I, our moms are the same birthday. That's crazy. No way. Yeah. Your yeah. mom's a cancer. July 9th. That, I'm 19. July 19th. What? Yes. Yep. I got some of so, that. Uh, Mama yeah, well yes. Yeah. And she didn't suffer no fools either. So um, <laughs> um, it's hard writing your story because I have, when every time I'm writing, a chapter, I think about, oh, I forgot this. Mm -hmm. And then there's some some people that, you know, I kind of talk about. I'm glad. Because yeah. it's a testimony. It's your life. You know? And in order for us to get these lessons, because you're reading biographies all the time, and the more transparent people are, the better we get to understand and tap into. But you have to, life. but when it's coming from a place of not trying to hurt anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Because I, I have some stories. <laughs> but you're a writer, Don. You can figure it out. I, I won't tell you the story, but it's in the book. I have a really funny, wonderful story. I think I was 13 or 14 about Patti LaBelle and going to her house unexpected, uninvited. <laughs> did she let you come in? Of course she did. Oh my God! And her husband looked like, "Who is this?" And we had a wonderful conversation. And I took friends. <laughs> and my mom said, "My mom said, my mom said, where are you going?" I said, "Oh, I'm going to Patty LaBelle's house." He said, "Does she know you coming?" I said, "No." He said, "You know where she is?" I said, "Yeah." I'm taking the bus and the trolley, and we're going to go to her house. And I went to her house and rang the doorbell. Wait, what did Patty do when she opened the door? Did she Patty said, open the door? First she said, hello, through the thing. I said, hey, Patty, it's, it's Donald Welch. <laughs> and she said, hold on. And she came and opened the door. And I said, I just, just wanted, her. To come by. No security. I wanted to come by and see you. Well, I had met her as a kid through my, <clears throat> through my, my aunt took me to a show and took me backstage. And I said, oh, I'm. You know, this person's relative. And I just went to come. She said, okay. And so I walked past her into her living room with one of my friends. And I just sat down on the sofa. And she and her husband came through and looked. And she said, 
Armstead, this is Donald Welch. And I said, hi, hi. I said, I know him. How you doing? Didn't know him, you know. <laughs> and I go into deep stuff in the story in the book, but it was crazy. Wow. I have stories about her. Oh, my I, God. The, Tim Love versus Patty LaBelle. This is like yeah. the best story ever. <laughs> Listen, I got some stories about Patty LaBelle. Oh, my the God. The group LaBelle. And, and just, oh, and then I went back another time. <clears throat> with a girlfriend, I said, come on, we're going to She said, um, <laughs> so this time, uh, her husband opened the door, and he said, well, Patty's getting ready to, to go out of town. She's getting, I said, okay, I just want to stop by and say hello. <laughs> and so, he looked out, and I came, I said, hey, Patty, I came on in the house, and she was getting ready to go somewhere, she was all made up, and I said, oh, this is Sonia, Sonia, and Sonia was like this. She was really quiet. And I said, you better act like you, uh, I said, you, you, she's a, you a fan. You better say something to her. I was 14. Oh my God. So and then we became, you always right? been you. You and always became, been you. Then we became friendly. She gave me a phone, phone number and oh yeah. Then she called me one day out of the blue and said, I need some backup singers to go on the road. You want to come in to, to, um, audition. And it was, Yeah. And I haven't oh, seen her now. You got a Patty LaBelle chapter. I no, she. Oh, I do. Wow. I do, I do. Very few people don't get a chapter. My mom, Will Smith, LaWanda Page, Patty LaBelle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look, yeah I mean, there's stories like that. Her, have <laughs> you seen Patty in the last decade? Does she remember any of this? You know what's funny? Um, I saw her son at the airport, and I remember. He's now a grown-ass man managing her. And I went over to him and I said, Zori, you were five years old when I would come to the house. You were playing in the yard in the truck. You have no idea who I am. But tell your mama that you... <laughs> so I haven't seen her now. And what I was really upset about was on Mother's Day this year, she was in L.A. with Gladys Knight and Stephanie Mills. And I was going to go to the show and try to go back. Because it was I love all three of them. But I was in D.C. with the... Yeah, I got oh, stories were, about her. Directing. Yeah. Grace yeah. Jones story, Smokey Robinson. The Grace Jones story is gonna really take you out. What? And you know what? I just watched Grace Jones um documentary on HBO Max. And I had no idea that she her brother is the pastor. Noel Jones, whatever. Is that his name? Pastor yeah, no, Noah, Noah, Noah. Noah Jones. Um Noah Jones. No, yeah. no, no, no. I have. A, well, I, said, yeah, I know I, nothing about Grace Jones. I need to know about Grace Jones. So I watched the documentary. It was excellent, and I got now. I feel like I. <clears throat> I got a story about her. I got a story about sneaking into. Uh, I was really not supposed to be in there. I told my mom and them. I was at a friend's. I took a train in New York. I went to. I got in the studio fifty four several times, <clears throat> dancing with Bette Midler and um, <laughs> Latoya Jackson, and I remember. Um, <laughs> Not Latoya. Oh, yeah. And I remember Latoya. Hold on. This is what's funny about Latoya. Um, I think it, Michael Jackson's song was out called Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, right? Yes. yes. And I kept saying, you know the part that says, da, 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 da. Yeah. No, I was saying, people at the bus stop. <laughs> and she said, that's not what they're saying. <laughs> that's not what he's saying. Oh, wait. But Ooh, black people can destroy some lyrics, can't we? Oh, I remember one time with Kathy Sledge, who I loved. I was my crush as a kid. Her and Irene Cara. I was um, 
I was talking to Kathy Sledge one time, and the song, he's the greatest dancer. I thought she was saying, I wonder why. She's like, nah, it's oh, what, wow. He's the greatest dancer. Oh, what, wow. I was like, oh, okay. We can make up our own lyrics. Don, you, I'm glad you're writing a book because yeah. all these stories are amazing. And then I have my Nina Simone story where she sort of said, I'll see you in court. You know, I got a lot of stories. A lot of stories. Oh my gosh. He name dropping big people, y'all. Yeah. Nina Simone, Grace Jones. And all of them were nice. Yeah, that happened. Some of them were nice. That happens. Of, but yeah, it happens. It's, it's all good. But I hope people like laugh at, oh, Jesus. The little Richard story at the Grammys. See, that's why you like, got to wait. Be hold up, hold up. I snuck into the grant. Well, no, 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 that's not true. I didn't sneak in. I got invited to a friend of mine that was working, I think, for Michael Jackson or the Jackson Five, and I took the train to New York. <clears throat> and um, it was at the Grammys, and it was the year. The reason why I think it was 1982 is because I think Barbara Streisand was nominated for. The song that she did with um, BGS, another man guilty of the whatever the song was. Anyway, I remember walking up the aisle to my seat, and Little Richard was there. I think I and he said, "Woo wee!" I liked. I had these black patent leather shoes on or something, and I had his tucks on. He said. Ooh, wait, I like those shoes and I like, I like, I like what's in them or something. And I remember Liza Minnelli or somebody said, Richard, so it was something crazy. And I remember all these stories as I'm coming back now to, to write the book. And I'm thinking, making me laugh, you know? Yeah. The, the, the Studio 54 story with Grace Jones is going to make people laugh too. That's going to make people laugh. Yeah, it's a lot of little stuff like that. So it's fun. But it's like when you, when you, when you realize you've had this crazy life, of all, you know, the things. Um, but there are some parts where very hard, you know, you, you're probably going to shed a tear too, but yeah. most of it, and like, that's why the down. book is called All Things in Time, because I really truly believe that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, all right. I probably wouldn't have released the book while my mom was alive. All her stuff was all good, but mm -hmm. just some things that she probably would have said, uh, don't, don't, don't write that. <laughs> You ain't got it. Right. Yes, I do. Right. Yes, yes I, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, well, I is do. there anything else that you want to share with the uh, the people, your audience? No, I no. Just watch out for um Hush that's coming on All Black. Um, it's a great cast. Um, it's a it's it's steamy. It's hot. Uh, thinking think uh, scandal, power, empire. All that stuff, the story, it's a hot story. Um, uh, great cast and Octet Productions, who doing wonderful things down there in DC as a production company. Look out for Hush. Um, my stage play coming back um, Church Secrets. August the 6th, Church Secrets. Very controversial. Come on out. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm, I'll be doing um, uh, the film Just Do It, dealing with. Uh, teenage uh, cyberbullying school kids um, mm -hmm. and put brought into these suicide uh, packs mm -hmm. to do it over line. Yeah, that and the book. 
I just hope I can get the book out at least within the next year. Yeah. And baby but every girl. time I go back to well, every time I go back to writing, then something comes up that I have to do that's mm -hmm. push it aside. Yeah, but you gotta get that book done though. Yeah, well, the hardest part about the book I got done first, and that was dealing with my mom's passing. Yeah. I I told my editor, let's get that done first. Yeah. And so that I can um get that out of the way. That was very hard for me. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure. And and don't forget baby girl. Mm. That's coming. That's coming. Yes, baby girl will be on a network starting, I think, January okay. 2023. I can't say yet which one. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was blessed to be able to have people see the, the seriousness of that. Mm. Have you seen it yet? I have not. I have to try to get you the link. Please do, because I want to see it. it, it yeah. looks, but just, just the little things that I have seen, I was like, oh, this is for real. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to take. Yeah, it's hard to take. But, but I definitely want to see it though. Okay, it's hard to take, but it but it needs to be seen. Yeah, absolutely. And I applaud you for tackling that because Thank the aware you. the awareness is needed. You know. Thank you. And, and anybody well, can be abducted, just like you said, like that. Yeah, and then I yeah yeah it's a lot yeah. It's the truth, especially yeah. being being a woman. Yeah, you can go to Walmart and people could just be waiting for you so you you know i'm glad that you're writing about that and and putting it out there and well as far as i'm concerned um in america no one is more mistreated mm. misunderstood come on and disrespected like the black woman come on yes a word and <laughs> That's one of the reasons that I love you so much is because you <clears throat> celebrate black women all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause my mama's black. I, come on. But listen, that, that ain't been the inspiration for a lot of people who don't. Yeah. So, so I, so I applaud, I appreciate that because we, and we need more people to do what you do because you don't just celebrate the Hollywood legends. You also give a lot of love to black women, which is amazing and needed. Yeah, I, yeah, I, it, I have to, I have to. Yeah, it's important. But I love that so, you do it. I love that you do it because guess what? Might not be a choice for you because that's ah no, he didn't. He brought it back out. No, we want it. I get ah no. I can't believe Don got it. Don got it. You know what? You know what? I hope. I just hope because I heard, I heard that Clive is they're doing the story. I just hope that her life story is handled with care and love and truth and celebration. I'm reading a book by a guy who wrote for her. It's called For the Love of Whitney. And it's 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 all he said, I'm not dealing with the negative stuff. Are you talking about Garrett Kennedy? I think I did an interview with him. Yeah, I think so. He's yeah. he's dealing more with her music and, and dealing with her as an artist. So if you're kind of like looking for the dirt, it ain't the book for you. Yeah. I think it's yeah. called Didn't We Almost Have It All? Something like that. Something like, yeah. I just started yeah. reading that. Um, yeah. But I just want her story to be handled correctly. Yeah. We're just going to have to, we're just going to have to see, you know. And then there's some people that I, that are involved that I. Yeah. We just go, listen, 
just for the love. We're just going to have to wait and see and, 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 and hope. But she was a, a great, you know, she was great to me. She was a great person to me. I think she shared all of herself with the world. And uh, yeah. I'm just happy I got a chance to meet her. Yeah. And, and you know, the crazy like, thing is, when she did that night um, <clears throat> for the love of R&B, oh, I was invited right. to go. And uh, I didn't go because I was like, oh, I don't want to be in that. It's going to be a hot nightclub. Because Kenny was performing. Oh, yes, he was there. And I so hated the next day or the next couple of days that I did not go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really hated that. And, and I had, and at that time, <clears throat> I hadn't even known Kelly. I knew Kelly as an artist. We weren't friends or anything. Mm. But um, I said, "Wow, you should have went." Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't supposed to go. That was my very first red carpet. Mm. Wow. And she and she stopped and gave me. A, that was like my last moment. She gave you know. I feel like that was delivered by God. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because there's a whole bunch of people who would have loved to have a hug two days before she was out of here. So I'm just grateful because yep. I hadn't, I didn't know, I don't even know if Whitney knew at the moment, you know. So, but you know what? It, um, it was supposed to happen. Mm. Simple as that. It was supposed to happen. So that's something that will be etched in your mind and your heart forever. Yeah, yeah. and I think you can tell the way. Um, a couple times that she was around you, um, that she knew how you appreciated and loved her as an artist, and 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 and, and what um, you being in her presence meant to, to you. Mm -hmm. I just wish I had that Don B. Welch fourteen-year-old confidence. Yeah, she, she did just... call me and leave a number. But I didn't have the confidence of a 14-year-old Don B. Welch to go, Whitney here. <laughs> I went to Oprah's house. I, I got some stories. You got some Listen, stories. I'm going to need you to write that book. My grandmother used to say stuff like this. They ain't no different. Like she would say something about, I was, I used to, I used to, I was crazy over Aretha Franklin. Loved her to death. And my girl, I said, don't you understand, mama? Don't you? She said, I don't see all that. She's a woman like me. She puts a dress on, you know, she puts a dress, what pants on? She puts a dress on just over her head like me, or she step in it. You know, <laughs> like it was stuff like that. But yeah, um, yeah, I was always that kid. Yeah, I love that. That was like, oh no, that's so and so. I, I remember going to seeing Diana Ross at a club at a place on Valley Forge and um I told my aunt, oh, we're going to go backstage. I don't, she said, what? I said, oh, no, we're going to go back. We're going to go back. <laughs> so I went out. The concert went around the back. And yeah. it was she was Diana Ross. But I didn't care. It was still Diana yeah, Ross. I've done some crazy Ross. things. That's what I'm saying. See, you, listen. I think I'm you have to do opportunities. You have to grab the opportunities. Yeah, you do. You do. You do. I mean, I've Because when I've I think back down, I'm like, nigga, you got on the bus. <laughs> In a train, and you went up to Patty LaBelle's house and rang her doorbell like y'all friends, and you know her, and you went in there and sat down and asked, her, Oh, can I have something to drink? Some water, please. <laughs> but the fact that it went down, and she was kind every time. 
So finally, one day I said, okay, okay, you can't do that no more. <laughs> finally. But listen, said, you, you already got no the more. receipts. You already but got the receipts. But then I went to a party she was at, and she whispered to me, you don't have my phone number. Get and tell me your phone number. Oh, I love it. You got a, you got a million of them. So oh, we're going to be looking out yeah. for all this stuff you got coming. You got Hush. You got Baby Girl. You got the book. You got Church Secrets coming in August, on August 6th, you know, up in Burbank at the Colony Theater. Is that Yeah. Everybody? Yeah. So everybody, please, I, I put the ticker down. Follow Don B. Welch on Instagram. Follow him on Facebook and keep up with his updates. Because what he Don't say no simple shit to me because sometimes people... <laughs> Because I will don't block be, you. Don't be simple bitching him because <laughs> he will let you know. But I do I do want to say this. I think that all black, I think your listeners and viewers, we need to flood them with memberships because um, to go over there and see the content of all the types of films and TV shows and musical, it's $4.99 a month yeah. for, the, for the subscription to go to all black. I think that You'll be, it's our, it's our stuff. Us, support us. Black media, Black Hollywood. Yes, and support Don B. Welch and everything he got coming up down the line. We and did support, it, Don. And support, yeah, we, look, not one problem, right? Not one problem. See, that's the power. That's the, that's the power. Come yes. on now. When we, we didn't give up and God said, all right, boom. <laughs> I think we went a long time too. We had a yeah, long we did. But guess what? We ain't talked in a decade, so it's all That's good. true. That's true. <laughs> but thank you so much. Hey, and I'm gonna make sure you I'm gonna make sure you see baby girl too. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Can you just do a quick drop for me before you yep. go? Okay. Your name, what you're watching, you're watching Quincy on Studio Q. This is Don B. Welch, and you're watching Quincy on Studio Q. And now you know. Wait, is that Tam? Is that Tam singing that? That is Tam. <laughs> Don B. Welch for Quincy and Studio Q. Signing out. Thank you so much, Don. Thank you, honey. Have a great evening. You too. And, uh, oh, you know, I'm going to see, me and Tammy Mack are going to see that horror with um, Ethan Hawke's new movie. What is it's it called um, I'm Black Phone. I'm scared already. They said it is going to wreck your nerves. Black, ooh. I'm the Black Phone. See, I don't It's already been given like 100, like from Rotten Tomatoes, Hundred, the the it's it's called the black phone. We going tonight. Ooh, I am scared of y'all. Yo, listen, give a see report. You. Can you give a report, a Facebook update about? I it? will. I will. <laughs> All right. All right. Love you, Don. Love you, honey. Thank you so much for everything. No, thank you. This has been the honor, the honor of my night. Oh, and we got it right. All we right. Talk right. to you later. All right. Peace. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you guys for joining.